With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the NUFC Blogcast, our Toon Transfer Talk episode. Ollie, when we first started these, I thought, do you know what? How are we going to talk every week about transfers through the summer? People are going to get bored. There's going to be nothing going on. How wrong was I? Yeah, it's not taken long, has it? Uh, we're not even out of June yet, and we're already looking like we're about to make one of the biggest moves of the summer. So, yeah, very exciting, isn't it? Let's find out all about it on the NUFC blogcast. <laughs> So, Oli, uh, huge news coming out of uh, Italy. Well, I'd say coming out of Italy. It's coming out all over the place from reputable sources. Newcastle are in for uh, the AC Milan uh, midfielder. Tonali, tell us more. Yeah, so it first popped up. I don't know where you were when you first read the story, but it first popped up on Tuesday night. It was about 10 o'clock from The Athletic that we'd made a 43 million bid. It was 50 million euros, but it's probably better if I just convert it to... to British pounds so yeah came out on Tuesday night they would made the bid and obviously at that point everyone's thinking right is this going to happen are they going to reject it what's going to go on and then Wednesday it seemed like yesterday we're obviously to Thursday we're recording um yesterday it seemed like there was a big breakthrough then um a lot of reports said that Dan Ashworth went out to Milan to hold talks with their executives and things like that and it sounds like the price has gone up quite a bit but we're very close to agreeing a deal so a lot of the reports out there saying 70 million euros, which in British pounds is 60 million. So that's not far off our club record signing, is it? If that can be agreed on that uh, on that price. But yeah, it yeah, sounds like it's crikey. really close now. Um, yeah, it sounds like it would be sort of similar sort of fee that I, Isak, uh, that we paid for Isak. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the latest that I've read, and it's there's updates coming out from David Ornstein at The Athletic, there's Sky Italy's uh, Gianluca DiMarzio, and then there's... Then there's Fabrizio Romano as well. And I think pretty much all of those guys are now saying that 70 million fee seems to be the very much the agreement. And the only sticking point now, which seems like it's going to be a matter of time until it's done, is just a further 5 million euros in add-ons. And I think the structure of the deal and all those finer details, when you start talking about negotiations sort of centering over those things, I think you kind of know it's it's all but done. And 
I know those guys as well are also reporting that it's going to be a six-year contract worth €8 million Euros a year, plus apparently €2 million in bonuses. So you'll be getting paid pretty handsomely, yeah. which you'd expect. Um, well, they do they do it in, in years over there, don't they? We do it per week. So well, hang on, let me just do the maths, okay? So, <laughs> just to get my, my it, it clear for me, €8 million divided by 52 weeks. So 150 grand a week, basically. Yes, I think something like that. I know I know Craig Hope from the Mail was saying that he thought about 150 grand, which was the top, apparently the top end of our wage structure. But yeah. Um, but yeah, according to Sky Italy and Romano, he's agreed to that salary. So I think, to be honest with you, at the time of recording, which is what, just after midday on, on Thursday, um, it sounds like providing we can agree to pay the additional 5 million euros in add-ons, then it'll get done. And I don't see us haggling too much over that when it's such okay. a big deal. So yeah, it's it literally seems like it's a matter of time until we get the the here we go from from Romano on Twitter, I think. Well, on this, Ollie, uh, I have asked my Italian expert friend, Gianni Butici, uh, who's official FPL pod and works for the Premier League and he works with a bunch of other people as well. And he's in the know on, on Italian stuff. He claims to be Italian because his dad is, but he was actually born in Bedford. But he does know a lot about Italian football. I asked him to comment on uh, Tonali and tell us a little bit more about him. And here's what he said. Oh, Sandro Tonali, it's a really good signing for Newcastle. Um, I didn't think this move would happen when I saw the original figures of 50 million. Uh, but now there's that that extra on top. Milan simply can't resist that sort of money. Uh, this is a player that's still pretty raw, pretty young. Yes, there's lots of potential there, but he's only got 14 international caps. He's not a, a, a regular starter for Italy. He has been a huge force in this AC Milan team in the last couple of years, though. Um, pivotal in their their run to win the Scudetto uh, the season before last and last season, of course, the Champions League semi-final run. Tonight, he's very comfortable playing in the midfield two or three, but many casual fans will look at him and say he's like a Pirlo. This is more a Gattuso than a Pirlo. This is more a De Rossi than a Pirlo. He's physical. He's energetic. He's a leader. Um, but he doesn't have the range of passing of a Pirlo. And he doesn't have that deep-lying playmaker threat of a Pirlo. He's more of a destructive box-to-box -box midfielder. Um, and Newcastle are getting someone, as I mentioned, very comfortable playing in a two or a three. And I think with Bruno Gamares alongside him, we'll see when one of them goes, the other one can sit. And it's not a set position of one of you is my six and one of you is my eight. And I think that will appeal to, to Eddie Howe. And I think Newcastle fans will like the idea of seeing Bruno getting to some more advanced positions. And Tonali can cover him. And he's got the speed to, to backtrack and cover. Uh, as I mentioned, he's a really intense player that's, that's full of energy. He's a really smart, intelligent player. His positioning's there. His work rate is phenomenal. And there's talent there too. This isn't just a workhorse. Um, a very good passer of the football. Will he get you goals? Not too many. Uh, but that's not really why he's been signed. The money is huge. Um, and the money is perhaps a little bit overpriced. But I think you've got to pay that now for a, a, a young, talented prospect coming from a league like Serie A, coming from a team like AC Milan. Um it's a really good signing for Newcastle and Milan fans are absolutely devastated. Tonali is a lifelong Milan fan um, and rumours suggest he really didn't want to leave. But the money being offered to Milan, the money being offered to Tonali with his wages is simply too good an offer and he'll give you everything. And, and Newcastle fans should be really excited about this. This is a very different profile, however, I just want to add to Barella. And I know the links with Barella that were there a few days back. Barella is a very different style player, much more in the final third with Barella than Tonali. Um, so it's interesting that 
they've moved from one to the other because the profile is very different here. Both, I think, would have been phenomenal signings. But yeah, you're going to need more than more than the money being discussed with Tenali to land someone like Barella. So it looks like uh, Newcastle will be really happy with that signing. And actually, you could argue the skill set of Tenali, the more physical, combative nature, is perhaps a little bit more what Newcastle actually need in the middle of the park uh, than a Barella who's a little bit more flair and creativity in the final third. So... A great signing. Newcastle fans can be very, very excited. And as someone that follows Serie A, my dad's a Milan fan, devastated to lose him to the Premier League, if I'm honest. Ollie, you, uh, it, it seems like we're, Dan Ashworth might be over in Milan sort of raiding uh, Italy because there's further news on this, isn't there? There's a bit more speculative. Yeah, so I got some information um yesterday i know some people will shoot me down for this and say oh why are the blog trying to be in the know but just to set the scene for this i have been speaking to quite a few journalists i've been trying to make contact with people who get good information and i don't release many things like this but i got a message yesterday um it was before it was publicly known that dan ashworth was in milan and that was to say that while dan ashworth is in italy he's also going to hold talks with the representatives of inter milan left back federico de marco so that was an interesting one because I know you might think, oh, well, that's an easy one to, to to sort of come up with when he's already in Milan. But while we are in the market for a left back, there's been a lot of talk with Kieran T and his injury history and the, the price Arsenal are demanding is going to make him a sort of less desirable target because obviously paying a lot of money for an injury prone player isn't is a risky is a risky business. So I, I think it would make a lot of sense to be speaking to DeMarco's representatives while we're out there. And Dan Ashworth, I mean, he's he's known to be such a good negotiator and it's worth mentioning here that this would be, I think, a really tough deal to do because if we're going to spend big money on a Tonali and then say Madison or Sabozlai, how much money is then left to spend on a left back? We, we don't really know. I mean, I think we've always said take take budgets and things like that with a pinch of salt, but it would be a tough deal to do. But it's, I mean, I, you saw how good he was in the Champions League final. He's already sort of rated as one of the the best left backs out there in Italy, if not in Europe. So. Yeah, he ticks so many boxes and it would be a really exciting signing. But all I've got is that Ashworth, Ashworth is due to hold talks with his representatives while he's in Milan. So we'll see if anything else comes out on that in the next few days, I guess. Yeah, crikey. I mean, what a signing that would be. What does this mean for our transfer budget, by the way? Because we you know, we were told a week ago or something, you know, that it was being released by different outlets, 75 to 100 million, maybe. What? 75 million on each player? What, what's yeah. going on? I mean, the thing is, I will say to defend some of the journalists, I know George Calkin at The Athletic, he initially said 100 million, maybe 150 if we get outgoings and make money from sales. And then, like you say there, Craig Hope went with 75 million to 100 million. The only thing I'll say to defend them is I think the club, and they've, they've said this too, the club have always spent more than they've briefed. So we've seen at the start of every transfer window that FFP is going to be a concern. We've got to be careful. We're dealing with the Newcastle tax, all these different things. But we've always and then ended Dan up Ashworth just flies it. off to Italy with his sunglasses and just buys everyone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you saw it. You saw it in the first window. I mean, obviously, we were de- it was desperate times there where we needed we needed Trippier. We got Burning. We got Bruno in. Uh, Matt Target too. But then the following summer, I mean, the Isaac deal came out of nowhere, didn't it? And that was the sort of deal we didn't expect. We were we were told all summer that oh. Newcastle maybe haven't got the money yet to to spend these huge fees. And then before you know it, Isaac came in. And then just look at this month. A couple of weeks ago, it was it was apparently a budget of 75 million. And like you say, if we're spining two elite midfielders and we're getting a, a Tonali alongside, say, Madison, that's already going to be 
well in excess of 100 million. So I think the thing is that I think these journalists are briefed by the club or and the club are probably trying to get it out there that we're not going to be sort of having our pants pulled down in the transfer market. And we want to kind of get it out there that we're, we're going to be spending sort of cautiously. But then when we do deals like this, people are going to say, wait a second, I thought they only had 75 million to spend. So, mm. so yeah, it's, it's clear to me that we're going to spend above that, but uh, these owners have always spent more than they've briefed, I think. Um, so, well, yeah. we we prefer that than, you know, saying we're going to spend X, Y, Z and then just not being able to get it over the line like it was for so many years. So I think I think this is this is positive, isn't it? Once again, yeah. um, on DeMarco, you know, uh, we've seen him. We, we all saw him in the Champions League final. We've seen him play for Italy, I think. We've, you know, we, we know, I know a little bit about him. But once again, and he's loving this, by the way, my friend Gianni, he's loving it. The Italian expert, he's, he's just reveling in this. He's going to have to become a Newcastle fan at this rate. But... Uh, I asked him about DeMarco, and here's what he said. Fede DeMarco, wow. This one has come out of the blue. Um, I'm not sure it happens. Buying from Inter is is more difficult than buying from AC Milan at the moment. Uh, Inter historically do have the reputation of, of selling one of their big stars each summer if they need to. We saw it with Hakimi. We saw it with Lukaku. They're resisting the idea of selling a Barella, but, but maybe DeMarco is a little bit more up for grabs. But... I think perhaps you could look at the likes of Anana and think that if they're going to sell one big asset, maybe it's Anana. Skriniar is going to be off the wage bill. Um, Brozovic is, is is off as well. There's an argument to say they don't need to sell anyone. DeMarco is one of their most prized assets. And he's. I'm going to go out on a whim here and say, I'm not saying he's the best left back in world football. That's so subjective anyway. But I'm going to say he's the most informed left-back in world football at the moment. I mean, you compare the other elite left-backs in world football, I don't think any have had quite the season of uh, a DeMarco. He's been outstanding, especially in the last six months. And uh, Inter have become so reliant on his energy down the left-hand side. But his, his, his amazing crossing ability, like the assist threat with DeMarco is absolutely huge. And uh, if you're into your fantasy football, your Serie A fantasy, as I've been playing, DeMarco was one of those players, a bit like a Trippier, who's been a set and forget in my team all season. And if he moves to the Premier League, he'll be highly owned, like Trips, for sure. But his delivery on the left is outstanding. He's got a good shot on him. He scored recently uh, for Italy uh, in the Nations League third place playoff. Um, and he gets forward at will. He can also defend. He, he's like Trippier, similar body shape and build, really, uh, really quite short, but explosive like Trips. Um, and you can look at that Newcastle team and perhaps think that the weak link could be Dan Byrne and, and left back is a position that, of course, you're, you're targeting. Tierney, of course, was linked. Well, you know, how many games will Tierney play each season with his injury record? DeMarco completely different to that. You know, he's robust, he's reliable. Um, and he feels like he'd be a really smart buy. Do Intercell? I don't think they do. But originally I said similar with AC Milan and Tenali, and look how that one's gone. Um, so the money Newcastle are offering, who knows? Um, but if Newcastle do land DeMarco, he is going to be an absolute fan's favourite and you're getting a top-tier elite player. Uh, wow, that would be a really exciting move for the Premier League and for Newcastle. As a Serie A fan and an Italy fan, I'm really hoping DeMarco gets to stay with his boyhood club, Inter. Um, he was there in the stands last time Inter got to the Champions League semi-final before last season. Uh, a season ticket holder there for Milan. Um, he won't want to leave, but maybe the, the club will be forced to sell. Time will tell. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. 
computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, Ollie, what does this mean? I've got a couple of questions that immediately jump to mind, and I assume they're jumping to other people's minds. Like, if we get to Gnarly, which it sounds like it's sort of... 85, 90% done. What does it mean for things like the Madison Shabozlai conversation? What does it mean for, well, our midfield? Is this a position that long, is going gonna, is gonna to take Longstaff's position? What, what's going on? Well, firstly, I think it's good to mention that for a while, the likes of the Telegraph, the Athletic, they've all been reporting that a lot of Newcastle's budget will go on two top class midfielders. So we're obviously going to Difference class makers. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Difference makers, that was it. it? Yeah. That was the line. Yeah. So Obviously, Tonali is one of those. So I don't think, obviously, when you look at the budget, you might think, well, is there room for a Madison if we're only spending this amount? But I think it's clear that the next move after this will be for that right-sided winger who can also play as a number eight if needed. So I think Tonali would come in as the deep lion number six who would allow Bruno to play a little bit further forward. And then I think the next move would be for a Madison or maybe Sabozla. We'll have to work out, well, obviously, we'll have to see what, what comes of that. But... Yeah, I think the next move will be for that player who can play on the right wing, compete with Amaron or replace Amaron, and then if needed, play play as a right sided number eight as well if 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 that was if that was needed. So but yeah, on Madison, um on Tuesday, Fabrizio Romano released an update saying that Newcastle are going to insist on a deal for Madison this week, that they don't want a long transfer saga and that he's a top target, but they want a decision to be made soon. So I get the feeling there now now England duty's over and they've obviously played their two games. It was against Malta in North Macedonia. I know Madison's posted a, a thing on Instagram of him going to Ibiza and he's going to see friends and family and probably have a bit of downtime. But Maybe Dan Ashworth's was... flying back via, via Ibiza. Who knows? Yeah, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Apparently Jason Tindall's already there, so maybe we can get Of course him. he is. Of course he is. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so yeah, it sounds like Newcastle's putting two and two together here. Next target would be Madison, but they don't want to be messed around and they want to know pretty sharpish does he want the Tottenham move or is he favoring Newcastle I mean I guess there's two things to, to for us to do here firstly it's agreeing a deal with Leicester who apparently still want a massive fee for Madison even though he's out of contract next summer and they've obviously been relegated so it's it's not only agreeing a fee with Leicester but it's also then working out does Madison want Spurs or does he want Newcastle so I think once the Tonali deal's done I think we'll see a decision one way or the other on Madison and then if it's not Madison it'll be interesting to see if we we'll go for Sabozlai um so yeah, that could be the next uh, 
transfer saga that's we're all updating Twitter for every day. Uh, once Tonali's done, yeah. I think. Okay, wow. And it doesn't stop that, you know, you'd think middle of the season, you know, we're talking about transfers, maybe, you know, three names, Tonali, DeMarco and Madison, that would be enough. But no, not in the world of Newcastle Twitter, not in the world of Newcastle United at the moment. Uh, we are linked with a Premier League centre-back. Uh, talk to us about Joachim yeah, so, Anderson. Yeah, I mean, it's worth noting here. I know there's so many names that are out there and I know... People always say it, when I write articles on some of the different reports I'm reading, and obviously I aggregated them on the blog, and some people comment saying, we can't possibly be signing all these players. But people have got to remember that Newcastle will have 20 plus players on every on a shortlist on every different position they're looking to improve in. So it's sometimes good to just hear the names that are being considered. And yeah, Joachim Anderson's meant to be the, the next centre-back we're looking at. So Jack Talbot at Football Transfers, he released it initially on, would have been Wednesday, um yesterday so he put it out there that Newcastle are looking at Anderson now that um Kim Min Jae looks set to go to Bayern Munich the Napoli centre-back um apparently we really like Anderson's ball playing ability and he has to be honest with you I don't know what you think but I think he's actually been pretty good in the Premier League over the last few he years has. oh yeah yeah he's a good player yeah my only concern would be that he's he's very similar a shot and that's not necessarily a bad thing if we want a like for like but Yes, he's a few years younger. He's 27, and I think Shaw's maybe 31 now. But um, my my issue with Anderson would be that he's so similar in that I think we maybe need a slightly different profile. I need a player with a bit more pace because I think our defence lacks lacks that. I mean, at the minute, you've got Trippier, Botman, Byrne, who... I mean, Botman, once he gets going, is actually no slouch, but there's not really that much athleticism or pace there, is there? So The problem is as well, Joachim Anderson, he just doesn't quite fit with the Shaw-Botman thing because he's not good-looking enough. And for mm, our yeah. calendar sales, I mean, he's still good looking, but he's not a Shah or a Botman. So who is, who is exactly? So I wouldn't yeah. want to, you know, I really think we need to just put that into the equation. But uh, but yeah, no, he's a decent player. Look, I think you, you with these transfers, whenever it's a player that we're linked with who plays for like, I don't, who's he play for now? It's Palace, isn't it? He was at Fulham, Palace, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. Um, uh, Newcastle fans who don't maybe watch as much football immediately think, oh, what, why are we signing Crystal Palace player or a Fulham player? Aren't, shouldn't we be getting, you know, into Milan, AC Milan, Juventus players, this sort of thing. But no, Joachim Anderson has been consistently pretty good now in the Premier League for quite yeah, a while. Yeah. And if Eddie Howe and our coaching team has seen something, you know how we, we know how we can make players better and fit yeah. into a system. So they'll be looking at the player, not, oh, look, it's uh, Joachim Anderson from Crystal Palace. They'll be looking at a spreadsheet of all his data and going, he could fit yeah, in yeah. well here. Definitely. I mean, I think the good thing is as well is because we've now sort of broken into that big six, we've got Champions League. I know Premier League players come at a premium, but we we should now have our pick of those players, whether it's someone who's starring for Wolves or Palace or um, not not maybe not so much Villa because some of their best players would, would cost a lot and they're quite ambitious now. But, you know, those mid-table clubs who have got probably players who could play at the next level, could play in Europe and would, would fancy a move to Newcastle. They're definitely players... Um, who we could would target now, but the problem is that they come at a premium, don't they? If anyone who's proven in the Premier League tends to cost a bomb, and I think that's why we've looked abroad for the likes of like Bruno and Botman uh, mm. before, because it's just what for thirty million in the Premier League a few years ago it would get you like Harry Winks, whereas now if you go abroad you can sometimes find Bruno for that price. So yeah, it's uh... and just to mention as well alongside that, I, I doubt this will come of anything now. We're obviously about to get Tonali, but in that same piece from. From Jack Talbot, he mentioned Yusuf Fafana at Monaco as someone we're looking at. But if I had to guess, that one 
is probably unlikely now if we're getting Tonali. But that was just another name linked, one of many. And um, clearly, this Tonali news is is it kind of rules out Barella, doesn't it? This is the we went to Barella; yeah. it was too much, so we've gone to for Tonali. I mean, Tonali's younger, and yeah, um, you know, six year contract. I mean, it's really exciting. I mean, how old is how old is Tonali? Young, he's twenty one. Twenty three. He's just turned twenty three. Oh, twenty three. He just plays for the tw- under twenty ones. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's actually worth mentioning that while we're on that, it's um, he's playing we're tonight isn't on he? a Thursday, but that's right. Yeah, so you can't watch it on TV, but. If you go to UEFA's website, they've got like a UEFA TV app that you can download and you can watch it. So Anthony Gordon's playing for England at five o'clock against Czech Republic. He, well, if he if he comes off the bench or if he starts, that is. But And then Tonali's captain in Italy's under-21s against France. Um, and that France team, I think they might be one of the favourites to win it. And they've got a couple of former Newcastle targets in there, actually. I think Kefren Turan plays for them and Manu Kone. So it'll be interesting to see how Tonali does against those. Hmm. Very interesting. Um, cause obviously Tonali has actually made 14 caps for the full Italy side as well. It's just easy yeah, to drop right. down to play for it under 21. Amazing. And then, uh, one other name, uh, just to talk about before we, I mean, this is one week's worth of news. This is mad, isn't it? We're going to have yeah. plenty to talk about all season. By the way, everyone, we, we do this every week. We have a normal episode on Monday or Tuesday. Usually we record it on Monday for Tuesday morning. And then we do one on Thursday or Friday. We're going to release this one straight away as soon as we can, because the news obviously gets old, but do subscribe, follow, like, and everything. We're going to be talking to you all through the summer. But the last name today, Ollie, is uh, and is it Antoine Robinson? How, Anthony, Anthony Robinson or something? Anthony Robinson, yeah, yeah. So that's that's, it. that's Fulham's left back. He plays for the USA, and um, this was from the Chronicle. So they're saying he's out of contract next summer, and he's someone we like. He's for me again. This is just someone who was probably on a long list of left back targets. But for me, I like the fact he's a good athlete. He's powerful. He's quick. He can get up and down the line really well. But there's a few things for me that make me doubt whether he's enough of an upgrade. I mean, I don't know. I've always been unsure how much quality he's got on the ball in terms of in possession or delivery into the box. And the other thing is I've seen him switch off at the back post a lot defensively. So I don't know what you think, but for me, this kind of, do you know when we brought in Matt Target and we thought he's great for now, but it won't be long until we need better. And I think for Chris Wood, Chris Wood, Matt Target. Yeah. Those sort of players. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think Robinson actually, he does have, there's a lot of work with, with with his pace and power. He's a really good athlete, but I'm just, I'm not so sure. I think he switches off defensively. And he is 25, so it's not like he's some youngster who could really reach new heights in the next few years. I just think I'm not sure about that one. Um, but the, it's another name. Fun- yeah, yeah. The thing that um, confused me when I pronounced his name is he he, he spells his name Anthony, A-N-T-O-N-E-E, Antony, you know, rather than the English sort of way of spelling it, flipping Americans, honestly. Um, yeah. Right. Um, two two got- youngsters we're interested in. Yes. So... I think we've spoke a lot on the, this transfer talk podcast about some of the, the the sort of younger, cheaper gems that Dan Ashworth is clearly looking at. And there's two that have emerged this week. So the Guardian, according to them, we're looking at a Gambian youngster. So another Gambian. We've signed Jan Kuba Minte, obviously, a few weeks yeah. ago. And now we're looking at Adama Boja. A scout Boja. just living out there or something. Probably. Got about yeah, 100 so... scouts now, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. We're everywhere, I think, now. So, yeah, it's a, he's a guy called Adama Bojang. He's a 19-year-old striker. He scored a couple of goals at the Under-20 World Cup last month, and he plays for a team in Gambia, and he's apparently available for €3 million, so that's, what, just above £2 million. So apparently Man United, Chelsea, Newcastle, and a a host of Bundesliga clubs are in for him. So he's another name to watch. Um, The other one, this comes from The Telegraph. They released a piece, was it on Tuesday? It was earlier this week, 
saying that we're looking to sign Hertha Berlin forward Derry Sherent or Sherent. Um, he's another sort of youth international player. So he's he's actually um, played ten times for Hertha Berlin's first team last season. Um, but he's been really prolific at sort of youth level for them. I think had a look there. He's got twenty four goals and ten assists in forty six games for their reserve team. Um, and he's also played for their German under twenty side. So he's another young player he's only 20 apparently he's available for one and a half million so when you look at these sort of players if you're picking them up for one to two million and they've got the ability to come in go out on loan it's almost a bit of a what's it's like a no risk signing isn't it but so if we think they've got potential and they can they can be future stars it's it's a no-brainer to be picking these guys up yeah no no for sure i mean this is we're working on two fronts aren't we we're getting these youngsters for the future to sort of build a top class academy and everything um, but also we're working on these youngsters for the first team. And yeah, yeah, incredibly exciting times, Ollie. That's it. I mean, this week you've got, like you say, it's a perfect blend, seeing us really attack the transfer market and go for these big names like Tonali, who could like transform our midfield and be another statement signing. But then alongside that, we're obviously planning for the future as well and going for players who won't cost much, but could be future stars. And it's nice to have that mixture of, spending big and being ambitious, but also that Brighton style site recruitment policy where we're looking for those gems who could become future stars. So, so yeah, it's exciting times, isn't it? Really exciting. Incredible. If you've listened to all that, that's one week in the world of a Newcastle fan. So great times. Thank you very much for listening. If you like the show, please say so with a link on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter at NUFC Blogcast. Email us, nufcblogcast at gmail.com. Get involved. Ask us a question. We Every week we put out a poll to get involved with, with tune polls. We put out a question to uh, ask. Get involved for the summer. Um, it's not even going to be that long now. The Premier League fixtures have been announced. Crikey. Around the corner is the new season. Get involved. We love you. You love us. See you next time. Say goodbye, Ollie. Thanks for listening, guys. See you later. Bye. Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.